0: Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation, a discussion with today's top business leaders on topics to keep busy professionals informed. Today we have joining us Christine Purdy, Director of Human Resources, Salina Insurance Group, and Jamie Terry, Vice President of Organizational Development, Mountain West Farm Bureau Insurance Company. In the studio is Jim Dixon, Ron Kripe and Tom Meyer of Equus Consulting, and I'm your host Rick Ainsworth. As we sit here and think about what we've gone through over the last year, the question is what's next? You know, what are some of the emerging <laughs> issues that you're seeing that we may not have seen yet, but it's that's around the corner? You know, I reflect
1: back and it's been just a a whirlwind of activities in the last year, you know, or so. But I think now what's happening is it's the workforce is changing. So we have to worry about competitiveness. Um and what I mean by that is if we don't offer remote work, you know, our employees going to leave us if we don't provide that remote work. If we don't provide that flexibility. Um now that people are working at home, they can work out of state. So um, that can be a double-edged sword from the standpoint because now I can hire talent from other places, mm-hmm. um, but you can also lead a lot easier because you're still working out of your mm-hmm. house, and that kind of conflicts with what we want from a culture, so that's a whole other emerging issue that we never thought about. I think it's going to put pressure on compensation policies, um, Uh, People might be, again, because they're jumping jobs, it's easier. So we might, you know, sometimes you're kind of, you could be held hostage, you know, like I'm going to go here because they're going to pay me more. So I could Mm -hmm. see that happening a little bit more often. Um, So I I do see some, some definitely from a recruiting standpoint, uh, that's where I see them urging issues.
0: You know, historically, we have been a very structured workforce for years, eight to five, five days a week. And now that whole process, we've got to rethink it. The everyday structure of work. Are we going to have to restructure everything?
2: I would not be so quick to restructure everything. I I do believe that we should rethink everything. Um, there's no question that we shouldn't be able to ask. There's no conversation we shouldn't be able to have with executive leadership and boards and employees as we kind of, you know, think through some of the stuff that that Christine and, and Jamie have, have both highlighted. Um, and I don't think you want to restructure too fast because the research that we're seeing on the consulting side, which our clients lean into us for, is mm-hmm. um, culture is still important. Relationships are still important. Let's not knee jerk this. I mean, let's make right. sure that we create opportunities to build face-to-face culture. and. I'm encouraged by that because face-to-face doesn't always mean I'm in the building.
3: Yeah, and I think the other thing that it causes us to be a little bit more innovative, and that is that we need to kind of be, what's the end result of this particular job oriented? Okay, here's the end result, and this is what we're trying to achieve. Now, how do we get there? It's a methodology. I I can't help but think about uh, the assembly line at Ford Motor Company and Christine, you'll kind of relate to this a little bit with your background, but you know, the assembly line that we have today in our manufacturing of automobiles is Mm -hmm. not the same assembly line that Ford had originally. We have changed it dramatically. Well, I think it's the same thing when we talk, think about work, Rick, when you say, okay, we came, we grew up with eight to five, five days a week. Well, we have to think outside of that box anymore. How are we going to get the same result done? maybe
2: it maybe it's six days a week, yeah, maybe it's four days three. a week. maybe it's three who Who knows? Our work with both Christine and Jamie with both of you has been uh as I think about it, a model for that kind of hybrid. I feel very connected, and I know Jim does um to to both Mountain West and Salina. And it's a hybrid approach. Right. You know, we're there in person sometimes, and we are uh, there a lot, you know, virtually. And I don't feel like those relationships have suffered or, or negatively been impacted in, in any way because we've navigated that hybrid world of sometimes face-to-face, sometimes face-to-screen very carefully. And, and it works.
1: Jamie and I were talking about this earlier. We were kind of talking about the pendulum, and so, you know, the p- pendulum was to the far right, working eight to five, right? Yeah. That to the right. Great. Then it went all the way to the left in the last <laughs> year. So now we're starting to come back in the middle. So what's that new middle look like? Right. right?
3: That's good. Yeah,
1: and I think that's what we really have to discuss as as a company, as individual companies, as as recruiting needs, as employees. A business needs. I mean, we have to understand what our business needs are too. What are, what are our customers' needs? So we're going to all have to determine what that middle ground looks for us. And for some, maybe for some companies that might be further on the left and for others it might be further on the right, but we are going to have to figure out what that new middle is. And I think that's going to be, that's going to be the hard part. That, that's the work for the next couple of years. What's that middle for, for our company?
3: Exactly.
4: And Christine had mentioned this earlier, too. So, you know, we're a service organization. We're looking after our agents and and likewise our policyholders, too. So at some level, we do have to have some schedule parameters in there, at least at this point. So it's great to have the flexibility, um, but we do still have to be available to provide that service um, to our clients. So and, and similar to the example, Jim, that you gave with the with the automobiles and what that looks like on the assembly line Um, as we progress into the future. I think it's going to be possible to leverage technology in order to um, equip us better and to maybe build in even more flexibility. Um, But I think, Tom, you mentioned it earlier. We're built on relationships. Yeah. like our industry is established on relationships and it's going to be important to not just rely on technology but maybe utilize technology to help reinforce those so that we can continue to grow our good business. Point.
2: Very good point. Which is absolutely in the plus column. I mean when yes. I think of all all of us in this on this podcast and everybody out there listening um, think about how comfortable any of us were with the the screen technology, the virtual conference calls, Zoom meetings. Think about where we were in comfort level with that a year ago, and think about where we are today, and how normalized that has become. So I I have to assume that um, the new middle, although it will be challenging to navigate is going to be more easily navigatable because we're getting more comfortable with the options that are available to us for that middle.
1: Yep. And that's where that efficiency comes in because there are times where that Zoom meeting, it just makes sense. You know, you don't have to travel an hour away. You can get it done quickly. Um, So I think that, again, it's weighing that personal contact versus sometimes when you do just need the efficiency of something and we have a new tool for efficiency, which is great.
2: Yeah, it's wonderful. (laughs) the, the, the other thing that I want to say about that technology for all of, you know, from an HR standpoint, because I know the two of you've run into this, um, I've had to help my clients understand, um, that sometimes they have a bias about people not being on the screen. Um, and, and what I've said is understand that when you, um, are asking people to be on screen, you're also getting a window into their socioeconomic status, their home, their, a lot of personal, private stuff from an HR standpoint that we want to make sure we guard. So, you know, on screen is fine. We might need to sometimes upskill people into understanding how to use backgrounds and, you know, some of that tactical stuff that can make that technology more effective and manage the HR piece that that we have to manage around privacy and, you know, just being respectful.
3: But I think you hit the nail on the head when you say we're kind of, gravitating toward the pendulum actually being in the center because it's just going to force us as professionals to be more innovative and creative with the solutions that's going to drive the actual end result.
0: Thank you, Christine and Jamie, for an interesting discussion. Please join in our conversation by leaving a comment at www.equisconsulting.com. All views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.